Good morning, everybody. We've got a mixed trade in the grain markets on Wednesday morning. As of the 7.45 pause in trading, July corn futures down one and a half at 3.22 and three quarters. July soybeans up four and a quarter at 8.54 and three quarters. July Chicago wheat up three at 5.11. July Kansas City wheat up four and three quarters at 4.55 and a half. July spring wheat up two and three quarters at 5.19 and a quarter. USDA confirmed some soybean sales to China yesterday. Chinese buyers purchased 132,000 metric tons. That's about 5 million bushels of U.S. soybeans for new crop deliveries. So not a tremendous amount by any means. But the news is um, relevant and important because it comes immediately following talk that China would halt purchases of U.S. soybeans and pork amid this uh, Hong Kong situation. And there is actually some chatter that the amounts may have actually been larger than what was reported yesterday. So don't be surprised necessarily if you see additional flash sales uh, today, tomorrow, later this week. Uh, that would not be surprising given the uh, chatter. EIA will release another weekly ethanol production and ethanol stocks report this morning. We have seen uh, weekly U.S. ethanol production rise in each of the last four weeks after bottoming in mid-April. Still, weekly production uh, as of last week was running 32% behind last year's pace. So we've still got a, a very slow pace of, of uh, ethanol production relative to last year, relative to, to norm. To, it, to the normal situation, and uh, that's a big problem. We've lost a lot of uh, corn demand, and uh, uh, NAS was actually out yesterday, and they said, what was their, their number here? Confirmed that corn usage in April, uh, 245 million bushels versus 440 million uh, the same month last year. So that's uh, uh, statistically how much corn demand we've lost uh, via the ethanol industry here just during the month of April. The S&P 500 posted its best close since March 4th yesterday, and it is higher by another half a percentage point this morning. That equity index has rallied a whopping 40% from the low that was posted in late March. An additional 10% would bring us right back to the all-time highs posted in February, which is something that people uh, certainly did not expect in late March or, or even in the last several weeks. This is really an, an unprecedented rally, uh, especially considering the situation. You've got protests and riots and all sorts of stuff going on. It seems like the media at least has totally forgotten about the coronavirus for the time being. I think the massive Fed stimulus has likely gone a long way. Um, so I, I don't know that everyone is a big fan of this rally because this isn't necessarily what's supposed to happen in this situation. But the stock market very, very strong. Crude oil posted its highest trade since early March overnight. It has since reverted lower. The July WTI contract topped uh, just above $38 per barrel. That market has entered a little bit of a chart gap on the continuation chart. That provides some resistance. I think there was also some headlines about uh, OPEC or production or something along those lines this morning. Uh, the U.S. dollar has fallen quite a bit versus the Brazilian real. Now, we've seen the dollar index, you know, the one that everybody follows, uh, decline quite a bit. But uh, what's really more important when it comes to corn and, soy, corn and soybean exports out of the U.S. is the relationship versus our competitors. And the biggest one is Brazil, of course. So the dollar has lost 12% versus the Brazilian real since mid-May. That's a pretty significant shift. Uh, that's something that's a positive for the soybean market. It's probably a contributing factor in the soybean rally. Now, the dollar is still... Still 34% above level seen a year ago versus the Brazilian currency. So we're still uh, not anywhere close to where we were uh, versus last year. It's still a less favorable uh, environment for the U.S. soybean market versus last year by quite a bit. But this shift that we've seen over the last three weeks is, is a positive short term, definitely. 
Cattle market, very disappointing trade yesterday. Uh, limit down in the June futures, down $3.95.30. Uh, and this is all while the cash market continues to hold together well. Feeder cattle down more than $2 in, in most of your front month contracts. Um, the hog market was mixed. Box beef market took another big dive yesterday, down $22 in the choice boxes, down to $3.18 and change, down $26 in the select boxes, down to $2.90 and change. Um, I posted a chart of, of the boxed beef the last three months on Twitter this morning. It's really a phenomenal chart, the swings that we've seen here. Uh, head of the cash open again. The Dow's up 270 points, making highs as I speak here. S&P's up 20. The bonds are down a full handle. Uh, U.S. dollars a little bit lower. Crude oil's down 12 cents in the July WTI at 36.70. Gold's down 20 bucks. If you'd like some more information, visit my website, www.standardgrain.com. Go to that website, click on Grain Marketing Plan, and uh, check out my subscription service for $49 a month. Uh, you can get on my morning email. That goes out every day at 6.30 Central Time. You can get on my text message service. You will know when, how, and specifically, I am pricing corn, soybeans, and wheat throughout the year. You don't need to be a futures or options trader to follow those recommendations. Also, check out my podcast. I had a new episode uh uh, posted yesterday. It's called Grain Markets and Other Stuff. It's available on Apple, on Google, on uh, Spotify, any podcast app that you use. Check out that podcast. Um, have, have had a really great response. I just started it earlier this year. Everyone have a wonderful day today. I will talk to you same time tomorrow morning.